Got it. Well, good day. Here we are again. A lovely almost end of September day. Yes, we are 27th of September. Um, a Wednesday, which was is a couple of days behind or a couple of days ahead of our usual uh, weekly get together. But it's been a pretty busy week all around. Well, yes, yeah. And I'm happy to say that uh, we've got another little trip planned. We're going to go up into the interior for a week again and let our, let our batteries get recharged after all the hustle and bustle and furor of the last week. It's been interesting. Yeah, our, our viewers and listeners outside of Canada must be wondering what's in the water in this country. Is there any sanity left? I was going to say yes. I remember when our infamous current leader was elected in 2015, He his, his big statement, I guess, to the world was, was that Canada was back. And I'm, I'm not sure that this is really how he meant, but it's it's been a very, uh, very, very shameful week from my, my point of view. I agree. From a country point of view, you know, I, I, I think we still have a great country. But we've talked about it before. We've uh, we've got children running the place. Uh, the adults, surely to goodness, after seeing what's going on this last week, should be standing up and saying, enough is enough here, folks. It's time to, time to put the parental controls back on. Well... <clears throat> It is uh, discouraging uh, to read, not so much in our Canadian press, what we're seen as, but foreign press, and, and not just press that might automatically be uh, anti-liberal uh, uh, or anti-Trudeau mm -hmm. or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. But when you hear folks on on media such as the BBC or which you know has its own foibles but that that kind of uh, of uh, media or or France Agence Press France or Al Jazeera yeah. Yeah. saying you know things about uh, how juvenile the leadership in this country and that's a and and that's probably the least uh, <laughs> negative word I can use that has been, been used by some folks. Uh, and it, part of that is because if you use any other words, you wouldn't get it past the censors. <laughs> yeah, no, but it is. It, is, it has been a, a, a shameful uh, week. Week. week now. Yeah. Uh, and and the the folks know who pay attention to our, to our broadcast that, you know, we try to stay away from some of the extreme stuff that's, that's out there. But when it, uh, when we, when Canada, which is by and large, uh, in today's world, a, a pretty non-descript place uh, in the UN or, or just globally, yes. now the, the press we're getting, uh, is is of a whole other uh, genre, which yeah. I I in in my seventy year I never thought we'd be seen as so silly, so 
backward. Uh, so I said that the juvenile, yeah. the leadership is is juvenile, uh, and and that so much stuff is broken uh, uh, in terms of of Canada's reputation. I mean, used to be that Americans or Germans or whatever traveled to different parts of the world, they'd sew a Canadian flag on their backpack so they wouldn't be seen as the citizens that they might be. Uh, I don't think I want to put a Canadian flag on a backpack right now in various parts of the world. Well, you know, we've talked about it before. I, I, I think I'm glad that my current passport has another few years to go because I don't think that I would have the energy to sit down with my box of thick crayons that comes with a new passport to color the pages pro- appropriately. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, and, and I can't, I can't help but wonder if this is a script somewhere. But we've talked pre-production. I mean, for the people that, that are probably as, as old as we are, I, I, I wonder if we're just going to wake up one morning and, and be like on the Bob Newhart show and found out that this was just all a bad dream. You know, <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that's a that's a great analogy, Bob. Uh, it, it, look, let's wind back a week ago mm-hmm. when when uh, the the India uh, Canada uh, shamazel blew up, uh, where uh, our prime minister accuses uh, the sovereign state of India of literally killing people here in this country without a shred of evidence, uh, you know, or other than a cleverly worded announcement in parliament that says credible allegations, not even credible suspicions, credible, whatever. Okay. Well, you know, the very word uh, credible, it means you have proof. Allegation Mm -hmm. means you have to prove it in a, where is everybody knows that that was, said in parliament where you really can't sue anybody the problem is that this the the dislike between uh canada canada's leadership and the indian leadership has it's deteriorated it well yeah but it started one when this uh pm of canada decided he was going to mock the Indians when he went there in 2018 and, you know, dressed up in this costume. This was something that is unforgivable. Okay. And especially in a society that's as traditional as the Indian society and one that's as varied as the Indian society is from Sikhs to to Hindus to, you know, well, so, it, it's much like the other uh, power nation over there in in China. Uh, how many dialects are there in China? Uh, unified now under under uh, Mandarin, but India is the same way. There are there are I couldn't count the number of tongues that would be there that that make up that that nation. Uh, and and I guess going back just even one step further why after such a um, a second disastrous trip to india for an international conference where apparently our leader was not 
welcomed with open arms, uh, was stuck because his airplane wouldn't work, which goes back to the fact that we don't spend anything on anything militarily. It seems rather circumspect to me that the first thing that, that goes on in the House of Commons is a disparaging of the country that he's just come from where he wasn't treated in the manner that he thinks that he should have been. Well, that whole trip to me uh, shows how juvenile the whole thing was. First of all, he was he didn't attend the, the, the dinner the first or second night he was there. Was, his absence was glaring. Uh, Modi, the Prime Minister of India, gave him 10 minutes in a hallway which according to the readouts from the PMO was that a huge meeting took place and lots of things were discussed. Well, trust me, in 10 minutes, very little was discussed in the hallway. Uh, and in the, the, the difficulty of Canada in the greater scheme of things, particularly in Southeast Asia, is apparent by the fact that when Australia, the US, New Zealand got together on the five eyes, one of the eyes that wasn't there in the UK was Canada, okay? Which suggests to me that those four have decided for reasons that uh, may be obvious to them, but not to us, is that they don't want this unserious partner uh, in mm -hmm. that crowd, or yeah. they don't trust that partner. Or both. Or yeah. both. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this is a very disconcerting. And, you know, if there were real journalists in this uh, uh, country, uh, they might actually ask those questions. Like, why has our reputation? Yeah, I, 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 I'm just so. Um, there we go. I know it's, it's, it's depressing because, very, and, you know, if, and then to, to come off that fiasco, uh, which wasn't going well, and, and uh, stumble into another landmine uh, field by having a uh, elderly gentleman stand up in the House of Commons and be glad handled and applauded and twice standing ovation. And yeah, like, I'm sorry, uh, the buck stopped somewhere, and it wasn't with the Speaker of the House. No, he was thrown under the bus. Let's face it. But uh, you know the 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 nonsense uh, of that uh, you know uh, goes way back. Look, Canada has a very shameful history when it comes to the Nazis coming to Canada after the Second World War. There was a whole royal commission called the Duchesne Commission that was created to look into it, and and it revealed you know uh, to some extent why there was cherry picking of Nazis in Canada for the same reason that the Americans and the Russians were divvied up whatever Nazis they needed for their various uh, uh, scientific uh, programs. I mean, let's face it, as we said earlier in our pre-production, who became the head of NASA? A Nazi. You know, uh, Werner von Braun was the guy who was busily making rockets that, you know, fell into London and killed thousands of people. But that's okay because, you know, in the end, he was able to get the Americans on the moon. So all, all was forgiven. But to go back to the Shane uh, Royal Commission, to this very day, there are parts of it are still under seal. Now you tell me why that's the case. Why is why why not come clean? Are there still real dark secrets on this? Or are there still, can't be very many of them alive. This guy up in the gallery was 98 years old. 
And I think that's part of the problem is, is that maybe some of those people are still alive. And if, if that commission was unsealed, I guess is the word, how many of those people would be like, I hear Poland is now looking for extradition of this individual. Yes. Um, how many others would be in the same same boat? Well, know? I think it's a question of how many people are double crossed mm -hmm. in yeah. the process, right? Yeah. Because that's, I think, the, the real question here is if there's that much that is toxic in the Deshane Royal Commission report. Uh, and that's under the liberal banner, by the way. Mm -hmm. same party that's in charge right now so it's not like they could say oh it's the other guys who did it no you guys did it well i would and, venture to say being uh, perhaps the the cynic that i am is is that uh, if if it was a conservative government that had the Deshane commission it would have been opened up probably within the last week well this, just before we we came on air i was uh, watching a question period and uh, the apology, so-called, uh, from the uh, PM about this was uh, uh, at, at best, except, uh, well, acceptable in in a parliamentary sense, but that's all. Okay, uh, it's uh, and of course the. Uh, the whitewashing, if you will, of the whole thing and the attempted uh, uh, disposal of the information by the, by the government house leader who said, well, why don't we just, uh, you know, yeah, we'll just delete that. We'll just delete that from the records. Like who does that? You know, this is what Stalin did. This is what Hitler did. You know, that's what fascists and you know, dictators do. Right? Yeah. We'll just, we just, we just cut that out, you know. This is what you know. How dare she say that? How oh. how can a, a minister of the government actually stand up in parliament and suggest we'll just tear, we'll just remove that from the record, and well, then and, and and then to say that I had nothing to do with this when there's actual evidence of her putting her hand on the shoulder of this guy in parliament. In his wheelchair, he oh I had I didn't even meet with this person, you know you can't unsee that uh, the very people who took the pictures and posted them on on the internet you know I'm sorry but you are so stupid so dimwitted as to say I wasn't there what you what are you gonna tell me next it was photoshopped come on I mean th th this is how you know like well, I said they call us juvenile. We're going to go back to Bob Newhart. It's really all a bad dream. And we it, is, it is, yeah, except that, like I said, yeah, we agree. It's not our shame. It's their shame, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, and shame on them. Uh, they're absolutely despicable, you know, yeah. with the lying and the and the nonsense that they're making up. And, the, and this is just for our Canadian viewers and, and, and listeners. You know, the guy that props up this, this uh, whole mess who, uh, uh, you know, uh, which leads back to uh, the whole... Uh, India uh, fiasco is 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 really the, the culprit to some extent because without that uh, support and I won't even use his name because I I did he's not worth respond you know having his name mentioned and think if anyone wants to look it up why is Trudeau propped up by who you know they can Google it uh, if they want to <laughs> but the Canadians know who I'm talking about. 
uh, we have essentially a majority government run by people who weren't elected. Okay. Nobody elected the far left leadership of that party, the NDP, to run this country. This is this is a fraud. Okay. Nobody asked us for this. And uh, as as voters, as rate, as taxpayers, as citizens of this country. Okay. But, These people are a fraud. Sorry. Yeah. And you know, another another great Canadian writer, Rex Murphy, has been writing about this. I haven't, although I haven't seen anything from him for a while, but he coined that great term. Well, he, you can't suck and blow at the same time, but that's what the the guy that's propping up this charade of a government's trying to do. Yeah. On one hand, saying, you know, well, look at all the things that we've got you, and uh, the other side is, is oh, how can you do that? The same guy that runs around with thousand dollar Rolexes on his arm and uh... and you know this is now Wednesday it's been three days the the uh, the head of the government didn't even bother to show up in Parliament for two days he was too busy doing interviews for for a, a film uh, group in Toronto and talking about nonsense uh, I won't even repeat what he said because it's it, it just makes you sad you know I'm actually more saddened than angry. Because uh, you know, I don't, I don't know where this country is going, and and what, when, why we are, 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 you know, sliding down into the depths of the third world when it comes to politics and and and, and economics. Like, you know, uh, today he was going on about in, in the same question period, apart from constantly talking about Ukraine and we're going to be there till the end, and doesn't tell us why we're there in the first place. But be that as it may. Giving away six hundred and fifty million dollars uh, to to the Ukrainians. Meanwhile, we've got people sleeping on the sidewalks in, in Ottawa, and I'll tell you about that in a second because I was there last week. Uh, you know, he's got he's got the, the the balls, you know, to talk like that. Meanwhile, there are literally thousands of of, of people who are like cattle on the streets of of of, of uh, toronto and 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 vancouver and whatever but when you go to the nation's capital like i was last week and you're 200 yards from parliament hill and you've got people of all ages all colors lying around on the sidewalk okay you couldn't just say it was a bunch of white kids that were strung out on dope there were black kids there there were, there were east asians there who were who were sitting in filth and, and, and rubbish on the streets, okay, for blocks around around Parliament Hill. And you're going, this is what this is why we're so proud of, of what Canada's accomplishments are. Please, I'm sorry. You know, don't tell me about the 650 million you're sending uh, you know over to Ukraine when you can't even look after the people in this country. And then going on about, oh, we, we're, we've got your back. You know, we're going to deal with those high food prices. What are you going to do about that? Well, it's, it's kind of like our infamous premier out here in BC who wrote to the governor of the Bank of Canada to say, you really can't raise interest rates because that's causing inflation. But by the same token, he was not willing to reduce not one of his carbon. We have two carbon taxes out here, by the way. So as a result, we're paying two dollars and six cents a yes. liter. For... Well, you're not allowed to challenge that logic. Okay, that's the other part that is scary in this country, is the when it's a bald faced lie that you're being told by your 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 leaders that the, that 
we to ignore those taxes. It's got nothing to do with the fact that you can't afford to buy gas or go or buy an extra loaf of bread or whatever, or even buy a loaf of bread, because there's a lot of people who can't do that right now. Oh no, no, but we're but we're going to save the planet, right? You can't save the guy on Main Street. Forget about saving the planet. Yeah. Well, I think it was on the news last night out here anyway, that uh, the, the latest study showed that there were at least 7 million Canadians that were relying on food banks. And, well, you know, and so are the thousands of students but, yeah, who well, are here also going to food banks, okay? Because they, yeah. they, they can't afford the rents. They, they have nowhere to stay. Meanwhile, they're bringing them in by the plane load. And uh, not my problem. Because you know, so, people at the food banks will tell you, particularly in places like uh, Kitchener-Waterloo, uh, Toronto, you know, or the univer you know, university towns, that these these kids are being told go to the food banks because that's where the food is. Hmm. What do you well the, you know you just spent fifty thousand uh, dollars to come to school here, but you haven't got the money uh, for the food. Well, because we were told uh, that there's there's free food in Canada. Hmm. Well, those food banks weren't designed for students from abroad. Uh, you know, well, but I don't. I don't see uh, our prime minister saying anything about that. But the first fancy first socks. Any of these people that are landing here should see is is that in the state of disrepairs for most of our road systems here, oh. it's not it's not gold that they're paved with. I got to tell you that uh, the roads in Ottawa are a disgrace. It's like being on a corduroy. I, I, I think I was telling you earlier that it was like. Um, it was everything was like run down in in mm -hmm. the city. It looked it looked worn. It looked uh, you know gray. It looked broken sidewalks, stuff dug up. But no, no. One of the the cabbie was telling me they dig stuff, they dig up streets all over the place. But there's nobody there for weeks doing anything. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's uh, uh, they're busy putting bike lanes everywhere, but there's nobody on bikes. Uh, there's there's detours. It's 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 just. It, it kind of matches the feeling you get uh, of, of two worlds operating. Downtown Ottawa, full of a lot of people who are in serious distress. And then when you drive maybe a kilometer out of town, you're back into the green, you're back into the nice suburbs. And I guess that's where all the civil servants are working because they're not downtown. Mm -hmm. you know, those, those buildings are practically empty still. You know, and then you're wondering, well, how, does, how do they grow the public service by some 38%? but nobody's actually in these buildings doing anything. And by the way, did you get your Nexus card yet? Well, yeah. Still waiting because uh, yeah, I know. Well, it's just like my, my neighbor's gonna was told to be 12 weeks for her passport. What well, country takes 12 weeks to issue a passport? I mean, come on. Well, a lot of it has to do with a thick crayon supply, which may come from another country, but... <laughs> you, know, you have to explain the crayons to people because if, you, if, you, if you're not sort of up on that um, well all i would say is google new canadian passport oh, okay anything anything that was of historic nature where we had uh pictures of the vintage people uh, of stature like terry fox uh, uh hockey players of note uh, have all disappeared and been been replaced now by snowflakes and I don't know what else. It just it boggles my mind that that we would try to remove 
anything to do with that kind of history and replace it with something that is so inane. Yeah, well, that's that's the juvenile aspect of, of the leadership who allowed this kind of nonsense to take place. Uh, and again, we have to be very careful because they do not like to be criticized. That's true. But I think part of this comes from, and I, I, I will say particularly here in Canada and at the federal level, uh, provincial level, and, and even to a certain extent at the, the municipal level, that when you, you watch the political channels like C-SPAN or you know, the legislature of the particular province, it's supposed to be a house that is well-respected, but in, in reality, it is a, a, a kindergarten room for adults. It, it, it's, I, can't, I can't watch that stuff. I mean, it's, it, it's sickening. These people are being paid here in Canada $190,000 a year. Yeah. Like kids, you know, well, come on. There's a lot of downstream stuff from Hollywood on this, though, Bob. You know that. Uh, look at to our, our pals to the south of us here have uh, a senator who decides he's going to wear uh, jogging pants and uh, a hoodie. Sorry, shorts and a hoodie and, and, and sneakers because that makes him comfortable. This guy's a senator. And the actual Senate of the United States thought this was that decorum is okay. And you're going, have you lost your minds? Uh, well, who takes, who's going to take this country seriously? Okay. So well, it, someone it, in Hollywood thinks this is a good idea. It'll be interesting to find out what happens uh, in the coming weeks when we have to elect a new speaker to the house, because apparently everybody has to vote on that. You can't be absent. So the hybrid practice, I guess, where you can attend all the House of Commons meetings in your pajamas in your basement uh, is not going to cut it when they have to elect the new Speaker of the House. So I guess all those people are going to have to go into their closets and dig out their fineries and get on an airplane and go to Ottawa to find out who's going to be the next Speaker. And I have to admit, I think that's wonderful. Like, I'm sorry, if you're getting that kind of money to represent your constituents, you should be in the house. Hey, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do that, find yourself another job. Yeah. You know, like no one forces you to be an MP or a senator or a congressman. You don't want to go do something else. I am so sick of these people who have this entitlement. Well, I'm, you know, I'm giving up my family. Well, you know what? Then go back to your family. All right. I don't really that's care. Important. Yeah, and, I'm and sorry. Important for you, then, then, that, then you have to make that decision. Yeah. yeah well, you know, I, right now I'm, 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 I'm turning into the grumpy old man because I hear stuff like that, and I'm going, you know what? If you don't want to be a, 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 you don't want, you don't want to take on this role, go do something else. It's the same as the ones who, who are going on endlessly about, you know, there's corruption in, in, in government. There's, un, they're unethical, but it's only at the top. And I'm going, stop this. It, if there was only at the top, we could deal with it. The problem is that the same people who are underneath the people at the top and underneath the next layer, underneath the next layer, are shutting their eyes and are not saying anything. They're just as bad. If, if you see your boss stealing money and you close your eyes, you're just as bad as the guy stealing the money. Mm -hmm. like, you know, oh, well, that's just not rank and file. No, the rank and file is just as corrupt because they haven't got that. They're cowards because they won't speak up and say, you know what? My boss is a crook. I'm going to, we're going to blow the whistle on him. Oh my God. You know, cause all these, all these uh, ideas are being blown up. You know, mm -hmm. Oh, you can't do that. Yes, you can. It's, t it's time because if we don't, 
those feet, those people that we've been looking down our noses at in the rest of the world are going to have our lunch. Okay. Cause yeah. we're too busy doing stuff here. That's of absolutely no interest or concern to the vast majority of the people on this planet. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Yeah. You know, this, well. this, we, we focus on stuff that outside of the Anglo-Saxon core countries, nobody gives a damn about. Okay. Mm-hmm. We do. They just don't care. They're busy uh, promoting their own technology, uh, building their own lives, increasing their own uh, uh, economic and military capabilities. Meanwhile, we're sitting around talking about, and I won't even go into the, the social stuff that just makes just craziness in our schools, in our in our mm. in our uh, uh, corridors of power. This is nonsense, we're, and you, and we're being laughed at. So in the last week in microcosm, I guess is exactly how everything's so screwed up. A country like Canada is is being laughed at. Why? Well, just like we represent, I think the leading edge is stupidity. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess you know well, we, we sure took a axe to that. We're getting close to the end of time here, but yeah. I, I guess for me, what what I'd like to put out there is is don't give up on Canada, the country. You know, we're we're being seen in the light of the inane that are running this place right now. But not to say that anybody else would do any better or anything. no, they have to do better. No, you have I don't to. Want to say that nobody could do any worse because that becomes a challenge for I people. I know, I know, I know. But we have to do better. We we have to. And we have to stop being afraid to say mm-hmm. what's on our minds. We have to stop being afraid of, of being bullied by these people because that's that's their secret weapon, you know. Mm-hmm. Is they if you if you don't agree with them, they bully you. They call you names. They 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 try to try to make your life difficult. Why? Because they're afraid. Because really? bullies are usually afraid when someone stands up to them because they're cowards for the most part. Well, that's right. And and yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for some adults and, and, uh, you know, I don't want to say it, but it, it's kind of like when I joined the service and we had a lot of old world war II vets that were running the place. And I was one of the, you know, the young kids coming in and thinking, God it would sure be nice to get some younger blood in. Let's, let's, you know, get these people and get, when they retire, we'll, we'll do things different. Well, yeah, we did things about the same, probably not quite as well. And after some of the, I don't want to, I don't want to disperse Bozo the Clown, but when we had some of those guys that were in there and you had Carol King's (laughs) March of the Clown song, uh, I would have, I would have loved to have taken any one of those old veterans back because at least you knew where you stood. They knew what was going on. Yeah, maybe they were corrupt. Uh, maybe it was too young not to see that. I I don't know, but uh, I don't know where we're going. And and I know I'm too old to to be involved with anything like that. But maybe maybe it's time for us old generation to stand up and and start demanding accountability. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's where it has to start. Well. You know, in other cultures, old guys are supposed to be wiser and, 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 and provide that kind of guidance to younger generations and what have you. 
Um, I don't, I, I, you know, I look around in, in around the, my peers in this community, and there's a lot of folks my age who've given up as, as well, because the, mm. I don't know what's happened to them. Maybe they've been drinking the Kool-Aid, as, as they say, and they don't want to rock the boat. They're, they're, they're tired of, the, of life. I don't know what it is, but I, I know if we can, if, if by doing what we do here, we were able to have a change in attitude and, and some move things back to the middle a little bit and bring back principles and tra some traditions that still make sense and bring back honesty in government and bring back, you know, that feel good thing, which is very hard to, you know, put into into words but the feel-good factor is gone we need to we need to find out how to bring that to bring back optimism and that requires uh you know for us to start believing in some leadership who of, of the mature kind not the juvenile kind and by the way the juvenile leadership has nothing to do with age in, the, in this context either because there's a lot of nitwits and nincompoops that are that in, are in charge in various places across the board so it's got it's let's not use this as an ageism thing it's the the the, the spread of nincompoopism has been going on for some time now and it and it cuts across ages so um, but i think we need to be positive we have to bring back some we, we so you know we're as the elo used to have a, a song for those who follow rock and roll, uh, we just need a few good men. And sorry for the folks who would like to have have few more people kind, but we see, you know, we need some a few good men to to fix this up, and 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 that's in the generic sense. So uh, you know, I would be very happy to have a a brilliant woman come and start and straighten some of this stuff out as much as I would have a brilliant man do it. Uh, so in either case. Uh, uh, we're, uh, we should maybe pull that song. Oh, we can't play that song for copyright reasons, but that people want to, you know, play that ELO song. But we just need a few good men to understand. Well, that's right. Yeah, and it goes back to the uh, 2015 ceremonies, the swearing-in ceremonies of the uh, the government that was elected back then to have a gender equitable cabinet. And I'm thinking that's not important to me you know if the minister of finance is a person who has an economics degree and has actually balanced checkbooks before that that has more and i don't care whether they're a man a woman uh, all white, the letters of the alphabet yes pink. yep that that should be the criteria yeah you well you're talking yeah you're, talk, you're talking about a meritocracy we have to bring that back Otherwise, we're doomed. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry, uh, but as a society and as a collection of of uh, countries who who are currently navel gazing at best, uh, we are we are as a society doomed if we don't pull up our socks and we don't have a lot of time. No. I don't think. I know, don't think so. You know, no. So, but on that optimistic note, uh, things can always be better tomorrow. That's right. So uh, if uh, you like what you see, don't hit the uh, button down there somewhere that says uh, you like. Subscribe, pass it on to your friends. Remember, this is available on Rumble and on 
YouTube, sometimes on YouTube shorter because YouTube does censoring and, and soon we'll be doing two versions. We'll do a long version on Rumble and, a, and an edited version on YouTube because they just don't like monetizing what we're saying and there's reasons for that. Uh, but also you can, of course, use the, you have the podcast. And by the way, on Substack, we are now able to give you a transcript of this. So if you want to read it or use it for whatever purposes, you can get the transcript on Substack. So, yeah. Anyway, it's been three days early or three days late for our weekly get together, but uh, we done did it. We did done it. Yeah. All right, Bob. Well, you have a have a good rest of the week. And you do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, stay strong. Stay healthy. He's he's good. <laughs> All right. Take care. See you later.